Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up! Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive, deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going, going. The big leagues. Going, going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye. He has done it. He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bats. Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang, go the fireworks. The fan. Welcome in to the Hot Corner, baby. Because it must be a Wednesday, as it's always a Wednesday here. Portland Sports Leader 1080, the fan live. From ye old poop-filled Willamette. This is what we do every single Wednesday. We're here to um, discuss all things NBA as we are that kind well, of show here. All things Clay Thompson. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I'll that, was pull la- it back. that was last week's. I'll, I'll pull it back. We'll pull it back. Okay. Pull it back. But today is the day. Like of- a pullback jumper. Hey. <laughs> hey uh, today. <laughs> today is a day of celebration, my friends. It is a big day of celebration. Okay. Um, what are we celebrating? Well, all of a sudden, Joe Biden now owes me $1,400. So whenever you're ready, bud. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw on uh, I saw on Yo Reddit today, one guy was like, that's a pretty big party for a guy that owes me money. Dude, honestly, <laughs> you should see the fireworks going off right now. Yeah, dude. Like, what's up, man? It is insane. I have never seen that many fireworks go off at one time. I get it, man. What is happening like, right I, now? I, oh, I you're it. watching the the inauguration still? Yeah. 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 yeah like, you don't have fourteen hundred bucks for us, my ass. Yeah. You just bl- each fireworks probably fourteen hundred. What's going on here, dude? <laughs> well, that's our taxpayer money going for the fireworks, right? Ah, isn't yes. that how that works? Yes. Probably coming out of Social Security that I ain't ever gonna see. Hey, um, uh, so that that's one of it. You know that I've got a new guy to blame. Why I'm broke. Yep. 
And uh, number two, like, let's not bury the lead here. Larry Scott is out of a job. That happened, by the way. I know this is a baseball show. We're going to talk baseball, but just for a hot second. And we have a lot of baseball to talk. Just initial reactions, because I know we usually mess around, fart around in this kind of opening. But, like, you know, the primetime guys, you know, I kind of feel bad. That's a big story. And they're in the middle of the club, and they're kind of probably sitting there going, man, I can't deviate from the club. Well, they're like, great. We got something to talk about tomorrow. Something to talk about tomorrow. Well, I'm going to beat you to it. (laughs) Take that, primetime. That is... Like three days too early, Pac-12. You're supposed to do this Friday night <laughs> yeah, news dump what's going late on? at night. Dump it. I mean, it is a dump. It's at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time, so the East Coast doesn't give an ass On right inauguration now. day. Yeah, on inauguration day. And we're all just like, Ugh. I can't follow this. I got Colbert to watch tonight. More news. Uh, but, yeah, that, that came through. They're mutually parting ways, a.k.a. he was fired, but they <laughs> wanted to be nice to him about it. About time. So he can get a job somewhere else. About time, right? Yeah, he's going to do great things for the Mac, I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, Get them a TV deal. He probably will, because that's probably the don't commissioner dis- level he needs to be at. Don't disrespect the Mac like that. <laughs> okay, all right. The Sun Belt. Sorry. Okay, Ohio Valley. Got it. <laughs> FCS level conference. <laughs> About time, right? I mean, how well, many he, he, how he, many times has he <clears throat> made mistakes over the last few years? We all thought early on that he was a good commissioner, right? Sure. Early on, the moves he was making seemed correct. Seemed like, hey, thanks, bud. Let's do this. Let's push the Pac-12 closer to the top of the Power 5. I am born and raised Pac-10, now Pac-12. I root for this conference. You want to compete with the SEC, and cool, you got a couple of schools that can do that, and you want to boost the profile, and you want to start your own channel, and look at all these great ideas that Larry Scott has. And the last few years have been misstep after misstep after misstep, and of course the biggest one is the TV deal is a joke. Uh, Pac-12 Network is still not on every provider, just like the ACC Network is still not on every provider, by the way. Oh, man. Uh, Don't talk to me about that. That doesn't make any sense in the world. Don't talk to me about that because uh, all of my team's basketball games are on the ACC Network, and I have not been able to watch any of them. Oh, but I can get the Longhorn Network, you know, at 1 a.m. in the morning. Great programming on there, okay? Yeah, it's Uh, an interesting thing. You know, I I, kind of was wondering. Texas. And Texas and Texas and you Matthew know, McConaughey and and as you as you mentioned the beginning of Larry the beginning of Larry Scott was a lot of great ideas a lot of stuff to push forward we were really excited about the Pac-12 network you know we thought he had all these great ideas I I honestly think a lot of the biggest reason why he kept his job for as long as he did was you got to remember commissioners you know like let's let's look at the NFL. How many people hate Roger Goodell and how in his early days he just got ripped and ripped and ripped on his policies and what he does, yet he kept his job. And the average sports fan that listens here, you know, in this great station we have at 1080 are kind of like, what the hell's wrong with the NFL? Why are they going to hold on to this guy? What is the point? Everybody knows this guy's an idiot. He doesn't know what's going on or anything. And then you look at what the NFL makes in profit and you're like, oh, that number keeps going up every year so now you know why roger goodell is not going to lose his job why he makes 40 million a year and why the owners are going to keep him around because he keeps making them rich i will say that although people didn't like roger goodell for his sort of kind of uh milk toast punishments for domestic abuse and stuff like and that. drugs and all that kind of stuff yeah. Uh, yeah and his his very hardline stances on drugs early on and how it's changed over the years I think Roger Goodell has pivoted in a way where people now view him as a good commissioner. Sure, because um, because they realized after time he's growing the sport, the popularity is bigger than it's ever been, and just going up. Now, I think he's still a douche, well, and, yeah. I, and I still think that he doesn't do things for the right reason, but he at least is is willing to be pressured into doing the right thing, which is in some ways a stupid bar to set. 
But if the other side of the bar is, nope, I'm going to not listen to you guys and I'm not going to make any changes for racial justice and I'm not going to do this and kneeling that, then at least you should be happy that he's been pressured into making those changes Yeah, and, and I, having those conversations. And, and the biggest difference between someone like Goodell and uh, Larry Scott <clears throat> is that Goodell kind of came through on a lot of his promises. You know, a lot of the things he wanted to do, he came through and he made them happen. Larry Scott has been one disaster after another. One disaster after another. We we are the con- and I say we because I'm a, an alum of this conference. We are okay. we are the conference in my opinion, we are the conference of intelligence. We have as a D1 sports conference, we have the best educational institutions in the United States of America in our conference. You know, obviously the Ivy League is the Ivy League. We have Stanford, we have Cal Berkeley, enough said. We have UCLA Medicine. We have UW Medicine. We have Wazoo Veterinarian and Broadcasting. Oregon Journalism Schools. Oregon's Journalism. Arizona's Journalism. So I hear. Like we are, you know, USC, let's not forget, USC is one of the top film programs of a major university in America. Like we are the conference of quality, intelligent schools, and yet we sit back and wait for other people to make decisions? No. That's a Pac-12. We should be at the forefront of stuff. Like with COVID and if you're playing or not playing, whatever the Pac-12 decided to do, I'm fine with. But when it got to that, well, the Big Ten said it's okay, so I guess we think it's okay. And it's like, bro. like I also think the problem, too, <clears throat> in that is that the Big Ten is probably second to the Pac-12 in terms of the institutions that are in its conference. Sure, they've got Northwestern. They've got Purdue. You know, they've got great, great. So when they see that, they're like, well, I mean, these guys also have uh, institutions that we respect and trust, and they're going in. So they – they kind of just <clears throat> followed suit. But they're, but you know, but the Big Ten is also a, a conference about money. They're a conference driven by Ohio State, which is fine, which is, I get it. That's the college football landscape. Well, Patrick, don't don't lie to yourself. The Pac-12 is also a conference about money. Well, I know. I understand that. They all are. I just, I just, oh, and this texter brought up the Oregon State Engineering Program. Duh. Those are great guys. And the brewer program. And, and the brewing program there. Yeah. Uh, fermentation science. Yeah, see, so we're great. I get that. I get that. We're all in this for money. I understand that. But we're smarter than everybody else. I have no problem saying that. We are smarter than everybody else. Why don't we act like it? And our commissioner of our conference is one of the biggest doofuses of all the conference. When you're telling me the SEC has a better commissioner than us, that's dumb to me. Well, that's not dumb because that's the biggest conference. So they should have the best commissioner out there, in my opinion. But Larry Scott was the guy who thought he was really smart but didn't make the smart decisions. Yeah. And adios muchachos. Yes. Now you got to hire the right guy, though, or gal. Yeah. Who are they going to hire? No clue. I know. Like, that's the one thing as sports fans, like, I've, I have no idea. I have no idea who's <clears throat> in the pipeline for that. It would, it, I mean, didn't Larry Scott come from, like, the tennis channel or something? Uh, like, wasn't he, like, a, a, a high-up executive oh, for, yeah, for something it, like that? Yeah, it's going to be, you know, I don't I don't follow, you know, there there's a, a – we, we need a commissioner's recruiting show here <laughs> on, on the fan about letting Every us know. Every week we break down another – person who's in a position of power that may jump to be a commissioner yeah, yeah. of the college conference. The Ohio Valley is just really screwing up right now. They need they need a change. And these are the guys that we think are on the on the candidate. So we I don't know Where's anything. Where's Dave Bartu? Yeah, I don't know any of that. But I'm sure guys like Dave like hell, let's make Dave Bartu the commissioner of the Pac twelve, right? <laughs> commissioner coach effect. Yeah. Like Bruce, effect. Can we get Bruce Feldman in as the Pac twelve commissioner? Seems like a sound businessman. <laughs> And Larry Scott, Women's Tennis Association from 2003 to 2009. And there's there's nothing wrong with Women's Tennis Association because 
of of the non-major sports, women's tennis is very high on my list. I enjoy that sport a lot. I enjoy watching the women more than I watch the men because I find it more competitive. Uh, but like, hey man, you just you, you couldn't cut it. It is businessmen. They don't have to be football guys, you know. We this, don't need this old white guy that knows a lot about football to run our conference. This text says the Patriot League is a better academic conference. Yes, it's D1. Boom. Not in football, it's not D1. So. <laughs> so take that! Go Cougs! There's a lot of conferences <laughs> that are D1 in basketball, but we're talking football. Sure, sure. And I, I don't mean I don't mean to slight. I just mean of of the big five. You kind of meant to slight. No, I no, I really didn't. No, I meant it to slide it to the other Power Five conferences. Like the ACC has great schools. The Big Ten has great schools. The Big 12 and the SEC don't play defense anymore. And the Pac 12, we have the best, we have the best educational institutes from top to bottom of the Power Five. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I just, I don't know why we don't act like it. I think they tried to act like it and they picked the wrong guy. Yep. It's just that simple. Yep. So I'm officially putting my name in the hat for commissioner of the Pac-12. Can I also just say the dumbest decision for the Pac-12 network to me was not not getting all your rights deals done, was not, you know, banking on it, getting really successful and, you know, you controlling the whole thing. The dumbest decision, in my opinion, was creating like 13 channels for it. Mm -hmm. Because not only was there the Pac-12 networks... But then there's Pac-12 Washington, Pac-12 Oregon, right. Pac-12 NorCal, Pac-12 South Cal. So you need to program for all these channels, and you're a conference TV station. What programming do you have? All of them are running repeats all the time. All the time. That's what Pac-12 Network <clears throat> is. It is live games, well, they're which are not the best games of the week, by the way, because those go to Fox and ESPN. Again, I'm talking football mostly. Those go to Fox and ESPN. So you're running, you know, the secondary and, and tertiary games, which is fine if you're a fan of that team and you want to watch it. Sure. I mean, I, I watch a lot of Wazoo games on the Pac-12 network. Not everybody gets the Pac-12 network. Which they is created the other Pac-12 after dark. Um, but when that's not happening and you're not doing the pre and post game show, you're watching repeats. Yeah. And I don't. And, and, and also no offense to the smaller Olympic sports. Outside of the people who have kids who are in those sports, nobody is watching that. No, I'm not watching Oregon State Arizona Gymnastics no. on a replay from three months ago. No. No. So to me, that was just, you didn't need all those channels. You didn't need to try to do, like, just have the Pac-12 networks. And then maybe have a second channel just in case there's two games and you play those games then, and that's it. Right. Yep. So hopefully, you know, and we will move on. We will move to baseball because that is what we do here. Where we currently in baseball have a commissioner who's also a dope. Yes. Maybe it's just one of those things. Nobody likes their boss. Uh, well, people love Adam Silver. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I think you got lucky. You got lucky with the, the skinny bald dude. Uh, it's also to, a big the hindsight skinny, The skinny bald dude happens to like black people, and that's that's a that's a big plus in the NBA. Yeah, it's a big hindsight thing, too, though, because, like, people hated David Stern, but then when he retired, you were like, wait, he did a lot of good things. Wait, because that, that's the thing, that the David Stern is the Roger Goodell thing as well. You're like, oh, I hate this guy. What a loser. What an idiot. That short, stocky dwarf. Everyone's going to make fun of him because he's, you know, short and not a former player, but, like, he... He's got the thick New York accent. He took the NBA to where it is right yeah. now. It would not be there without David Stern. So you are right. The hindsight... Is that thing, but I I think it's safe to say, and I'll leave on this point. In five years, we are not going to look back and go, 
You know what? Larry Scott was a good commissioner. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't foresee that coming. I don't think so. Oakley Dokley. Well, we got a show for you tonight. This is a baseball show. This is the hot quarter. We do it every single Wednesday. We got a lot of baseball to get to as it feels like one team made a deal and all of a sudden the floodgates opened. So we got tons to talk about. Uh, whatever your team is, I'm sure there is something we can add. You can hit us up on the fan text line, 503-250-1080. That bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. You can find us on our social media accounts. Mike's on Twitter at MikeLynch27. You can find me on Instagram at PDD085. I am also on Twitter at PDD085, although I don't post a whole lot. Uh, and then our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher, is on Twitter as well at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. Beers on us tomorrow drops around four o'clock and in the brews. In the brews. So there's a lot of news going around in the beer scene with kind of expansions and what people are looking at at 2021. So make sure you download that wherever you get your podcasts, including at 1080thefan.com and radio.com. All right, where do, where, where, where do we want to start? There's a lot of places we can start. We can start with Yankees. We can start with Blue Jays. We can start with the Mets. What do the Yankees do? Who cares about them? Uh, we could start with uh the story you wanted to talk about which was the the angels dude Uh, that's boring um you know the pirates keep trading all their good players you know what you know what i want to do what else have we missed i want to start to our with our friends to the north i want to start in canada okay you want to go to canada let's go to canada i kind of want to go to canada as toronto is making moves and we'll do let's go to the giant maple leaf in the sky and we'll do all that next this is the hot corner on portland sports leader This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Seven twenty-one. This is Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. I thought we'd take a, a a nice little stroll to our friends of the north that are such great friends to us that they won't let us in their country, and I'm not sure why. It is weird. I have ideas. Like in April, they just decided, you know what? Americans no longer allowed. I have ideas as to why I think they won't let us there, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to spread fake news. It's obesity, right? I don't want to spread fake news. But it does make me wonder, if you are a free agent in Major League Baseball and you look at the Toronto situation, are you kind of like, I don't have to live in America to go to Canada. I did see a tweet yesterday that said they got these kids. I wish someone would pay me one hundred fifty dollars, one hundred fifty million dollars to move to Canada. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. has lost like sixty pounds. Boy, he looks good. I haven't seen him. Oh, you should see him. He looks great. I mean, that's what happens when you're twenty and you come up to the big leagues. You look like a fat chaunch, and now, uh, and now you oh, have wow. an off season program, and you he looks great. His before picture is actually startling how heavy he is. Yeah, right? You didn't realize how heavy he was. And now you look at him. So I wonder if you're a free agent, you're kind of looking around, you're like, who are these Toronto guys? They're building something. I need to get paid. They're obviously willing to spend money. Mm Mm-hmm. They added Huynjin Ryu to the big contract last year. Yep, yep. That was kind of like the first step for, what was that, like three-year deal, four-year deal? Oh, I don't know the years. I think it was for like 80 or 100 mil, though. Which it was, was big a big for them. deal, yeah. yeah. And we were, and I think we were even looking at it like, why are you paying that money to him? Oh. He pitched great. Because you're waiting for 2021 free agency. Yeah. The 
the thing for the Blue Jays is the last two years they've gone after their number one guy and they've gotten him both mm-hmm. times, which was Ryu and now Springer. And that's what leads to this is George Springer signs a six-year, $150 million contract to play center field in Toronto. Uh, who's He's probably the, the prize hitter of free agency this year. Maybe yep. JT Realmuto, but I would probably say or George LeMayhew. Springer. But or it, LeMayhew. It's probably Springer for his age and his ability And his, and his position. Yeah. You know, his resume is pretty sexy. You always want to be strong up the middle, right? Center field, middle infield is mm-hmm. pitcher and catcher, so... And and what was interesting was was the reports coming out of New York was that the Mets offered him same years but like thirty mil less. Mm. Um, I mean, if I were him, God, it'd been hard to say no to the Mets. Uh, but one hundred fifty million is also hard to say no to. And so that's that's the thing. So they land George Springer. You got the kids in the infield. You got Vladdy to you to your right in left field. And well, right now this would be their projected lineup. Uh, Are you on roster visa? No, I have a tweet up in front of me. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Biggio leading off, George Springer two, Bo Bichette three, Vlad Jr. four, Teoscar Hernandez five, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. six, Randall Grichik seven, Rowdy Telez eight, Danny Jansen nine. Oh, because they still got Grichik. Yeah, I, for- I forgot about so that's that. So that's not an amazing lineup, but the top five in that lineup, maybe top six, because I think Gurriel Jr. is pretty good too. That's pretty sexy. You go Biggio, Springer, Bichette, Vlad, Teoscar, and Guriel Jr. in the top six. Like, whew, that's really good. Roster resource has Springer leading off. Sure. <clears throat> um, that's just I mean, there. It's just semantics. I mean, they're all, know, you man. could put Springer third. Right, too. right. Your top six looks pretty good. That's what I'm saying, right? And, and who but those knows? are players like, that not a lot of people <clears throat> know about. Right. And the Biggios, Bichettes of the world, and Hernandez as well. Boy, that was a great fantasy pickup for me last year uh for those that don't know those guys we don't know what the ceiling is for them and and Guerrero as well and Vladdy Jr. too like those guys played well last year they can get better like imagine like how good is Fernando Tatis gonna be in 2021 he was pretty damn good in 2020 who knows so the, the the ceiling is there I love this move for them uh, Springer is the one guy I Springer and Correa are the two guys of that whole cheating scandal that I actually think are superstar talent. Okay. Um, I mean, well, so Springer struggled really badly early last year. Mm-hmm. He was actually hitting worse than Altuve <clears throat> for the first month and a half of the season. Then he, he recovered to hit like 262. I think it was with like 14 dingers shorter season. Don't forget. Uh, I still think he was affected by it. I think Bregman and Altuve were the most affected by it. Whereas Correa was still pretty good. I agree. Um, but yeah, in terms of ceilings of those guys, just to go back to the original point, I think the highest ceiling might be uh, Bo Bichette, actually, at least as a hitter. Especially at shortstop. God, uh, he, everyone loves a young shortstop. His biggest flaw is that he's... I used to love a young shortstop. You still do love him. Mm. You will never stop loving him. It's true. I am a Mets fan now. Uh, Bichette can't stop swinging at everything. He doesn't walk. And they will figure that out. Well, he might not. He could be Javi Baez and continue to swing at everything. He's 23 for his whole years old. Um, I think he's got a really high ceiling as a bat. And then I would say probably Vlad after him. I'm ignoring Springer as a ceiling because we kind of know Springer. Mm-hmm. And then Teoscar. I think Teoscar Hernandez is really good. I think he's really good, And too. then Kevin and then Guriel probably in that order is what I would say. Maybe if there's a Blue Jay fan listening, you could correct me at the fan text line 503-250-1080. But for me, that's the order I would put of ceilings on that lineup. It's a really good lineup. And their staff's pretty good, too. I mean... They made the staff way more 
competitive last year. Yeah, and then the the they had one more signing that kind of flew probably a touch under the radar, but shouldn't be a free agent. They've got a closer in Kirby Yates. They signed. I didn't see that. They signed Kirby Yates to a one year deal off a big injury, though. Off a big injury. It's so just a, a risk. It's a one year deal, but that solidifies the back end of your bullpen. Their starters, they need help. They need a lot of help with that because after Ryu, it goes Robbie Ray. Yeah, and but then, Ray pitched pretty well for them last year. And then, better. and then some guys that can be good. We've seen them be good, but we've also seen them be terrible. Well, Nate Pearson's the young guy that they are very high on right. in their rotation. God, imagine um, if they still had Stroman. Right. Or Aaron Sanchez actually panned out to be what he was supposed to be. Any of those guys. <laughs> um, and then Roark and Ross Stripling at the end. I mean, this this is a good-looking team. I think I think the, the two moves that they have made so far right now, I mean, they've made a bunch of moves. They, they signed Tyler Chatwood to a one-year deal. Uh, but outside of that... Springer and Yates, that's we're here to play. Now they wanted to also get Brantley. That fell through for them today. And but that, that that was the last thing that I was gonna get to was if they so could have hit a home run completely. Right. If they, they hit they, like the RBI triple. If they could have landed Brantley, your outfield is Brantley, Springer, Vladdy Jr. That's a pretty Well sexy. Vladdy's gonna play infield. Oh, that's right. Maybe you put Biggio out there. Yeah, I guess so. I just want I just I guess I just wonder when Vladdy Jr. But that stops. takes Oscar Hernandez out there, maybe. Yeah, I just wonder when Vladdy Jr. stops playing in the infield. Well, they moved him to first because right. he can't move. Although if he's skinny, maybe he can move now. He is listed as the third baseman according to roster resources. Right, but they moved him last year. Uh, it, moral of the story: Goodness gracious, the American League East is loaded. Except for one team. Is absolutely loaded, except for one team. And boy, does that make me happy. And that team sucks. <laughs> and uh, I am sorry if you are out there. No, I am not talking to the Baltimore Oriole fan base that listens to this show, that are P1s of this show. No, you guys are in good shape. You guys are building. Well, you're, you're, you're building. You're building. Who's that young uh, young guy who came up for you guys last year and hit really well? Ryan Mountcastle. Yep. Yeah. You Great guys are like name. two, three years away from being where the Blue Jays are right now. Like yeah. you, you know, they're in a good spot. No one's going to bash the Orioles. They're building. But yes, the Boston Red Sox are still maybe the worst team in baseball. Yep. And they want to trade Ben Attempt. Just like Larry Scott getting fired. That's something we can all jump on board. Yes, on we are all on board on this. Welcome, friends, <laughs> to the so- Red Sox hate train. <laughs> it is filled by many people because the Yankee fandom is large and spreads very wide. But you know what? There's always room. We can add cars to the back of the Red Sox hate train because everyone should be involved in hating the stupid Boston Red Sox. Yeah, so the American League East looks just like a juggernaut, and it is going to be so fun to watch that division uh, in in the next season and in the next couple years to come as well. I'm really and, nervous about my team. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> uh, but that's where I do want to switch. I do want to stay in the American League East and slide over to the New York Yankees because I think I just saw... This just came across breaking news uh, on the fan is brought to you by Mercedes Benz vans. Find out how far an extra mile really goes. Brian Cashman is wanted for grand larceny. And we will discuss that and see what his next move is and how he's going to recover from this heinous, heinous crime he committed. And we'll do that next. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 
Rise and shine, make you want to say, dear God, let me thank you for another day. Living life on the edge and I'm trying to break it. Tired of ducking the feds. TWDY sampled this uh, from the great Bill Withers. Today is a lovely day. That guy still owes me money. Larry Scott's gone. Hopefully we get it. And we're here to talk about baseball. We are. We gave some love to the team up north. Although technically they are not the furthest north team that exists. But, uh, you know, Blue Jays making some moves. Exciting little fun team. Mm-hmm. Team I will probably learn to hate very quickly. <clears throat> and we'll I started to hate them last year, actually. <laughs> we'll stay in the uh, American League East because there's a lot of stuff going on. Non si può stoparlo. Something with John Carlo. Getting higgy with it. The home run stroka. I'm just here to I'm just here with the John Sterling, man. Okay. I just like the John Sterling. Me too. Uh, Legendary. Brian Cashman is wanted for grand larceny as they somehow signed DJ LeMayhew for about five bucks. <laughs> and uh, 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 their infield is still stacked. Yes. For five dollars. For five dollars. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure Glaber Torres is making about two dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's the guy you got at third? Uh, your favorite. Yeah, we don't speak Giovanni his name. Urshela. Yeah, and I'm sure he's making a buck. Yeah, and then Luke Voigt's not making a lot of money. Yeah, so you got $1, $2, $5. I mean, LeMayhew's the prize there at $5 in your infield. You can really get a lot of the dollar menu at McDonald's <laughs> with that contract for DJ LeMayhew. Yeah, you got to get the McGangbang. You know what that is? Excuse me, what? Wow. Yeah. You've never heard of the McGangbang? Is that wow. the one? <laughs> you got to stop saying it. <laughs> is that the one Wait, where like, you really? buy? Will I get in trouble or is it just throwing you off? It's making me uncomfortable. Well, and then and then you get a side of F sticks. Is like, that I can't the, say that word. Is but. that the one where you get a Big Mac and a chicken sandwich and you put the chicken sandwich on the inside of the Big Mac and you've got like you get chicken the, and you get the double cheeseburger mm-hmm. and you put the McChicken on the inside and that is your McChicken. Oh, but you leave the bread on so it becomes like a Big Mac. Yes. With the, yes. I have had it. that once before. That is the McGangbang. Mm, okay. You got to stop saying it because I want to run out of the room right now. <laughs> With a side of F-sticks. I got a buddy who one time ordered that, and they were like, uh, what? You have to order them separately and do it yourself. They won't well, you, do it for well, you. Yeah, you can't, and you can't roll up to a drive-thru and say, I'll take a McGangbang and a side of bleep sticks. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you pull forward? The cops are on their way. You sound drunk. Uh, But yes, the New York Yankees signed DJ LeMayhew to a six-year, $90 million deal, which rolls out to about 15 a year. Is that, is my math good? You are correct. My math is good. And it was, it's an interesting thing how the Yankees were able to land that because last week we were doing the show and I feel like maybe the next day, like last Thursday, maybe Friday, it had seemed as if LeMayhew's camp wasn't happy and there was a stalemate and the Dodgers were going to swoop in and, you know, to because they love infielders. They're like Blazers with small forwards. They're like, we can't have enough of these guys. Yeah. So they looked like they were going to swoop in because it seemed like LeMayhew's camp wasn't happy with what the Yankees had to offer him. And then all of a sudden, LeMayhew signs this deal and you're like, well, what, 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 what happened? So what happened from what I've read is that because the entire free agency market for a lift, 500th year in a row, it seems like, is doing the slow play on its players. Mm -hmm. Um, The Yankees didn't want to bid against themselves because not only had the Yankees not offered anything to DJ outside of the qualifying offer, no other teams had offered him anything. So what the Yankees wanted was for another team to offer him a contract so they could say, okay, 
we'll match it, and you want to stay a Yankee, here, come be a Yankee, right? Because mm-hmm. the whole time, DJ wanted to stay with the Yankees, and the Yankees wanted to get him at a somewhat affordable price, right? Because it is after the pandemic. Teams are trying to be a little bit smarter about their money. And he's also older, right? He's mm-hmm. 31, 32. So it's not as valuable as a contract at this age for a six-year deal, especially if you're getting a guy till he's 38. Um, so basically, they just said, look, we don't want to bid against ourselves. We don't want to pay you $20 million more than the market value because we don't know what else is happening. You can't blame them for that. And so the story came out that DJ's camp was upset. And I don't know if that was fully true or if that was just his agent coming out and, and trying to stir up teams to bid so that he would sign. But, I mean, it was only like three days after that report came out that the Yankees gave him his deal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the report was was that the Yankees wanted to pay him 90 mil and LeMahieu wanted more years. Mm-hmm. So it worked out for both because the Yankees were like, sure, we'll give you six years because that takes the average salary down a ton. Good chance it's LeMahieu's last want. salary. It is his last salary, yeah. for sure. I mean, he might sound like a one-year deal if he's still playing at 39. But it gave the Yankees the per year. And a half. Okay, so he'll be 38 when he's done with the contract. Um, it gives the Yankees the less per year that they wanted. And it gave DJ the amount of money and years and stability he wanted. So mm-hmm. it was a win-win for both. So it was grand larceny because you got an MVP contender for $15 million yeah. per year. But he is older. So I think that's the kind of that's the 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 other side of it where it's like, how good is he gonna be for how long? I can't I mean it, the way he plays seems like it can last a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean he I just like kudos to Cashman on this. Like this is why this why he's the best. It's why he's the best. How you convince that? Because you can because the the pitch is basically you do this and we spend more money on other guys. Mm-hmm. And I think other teams weren't willing to go to six because of his age. I think yeah. other teams were probably going to say like oh, I'll give you four years. Yeah, and we just talked about George Springer. Like, how do you turn the Mets down? I mean, I know it's thirty mil less, and that's a lot of money, but like that seems like a great investment. But at the end of the day, he's running for the money. Like the Met, do the Mets give you a better chance to win a World Series than the than the than the Blue Jays? Probably, I would say probably. He's also from Connecticut. Springer is, so he would have been close to home. However, I will also say we like to say like, oh, it's an investment in yourself playing in New York. Playing in Toronto is a great investment in yourself. You're the only team in Canada, mm-hmm. so if you're the star on the Blue Jays, the entire country loves you. Yeah, and we'll buy your stuff, and we'll make you know. So that's I'll Toronto is Springer, a good place to go. I'll be seeing go. Springer jerseys at T-Mobile Park. Yes, you will. Yes, I will. In the, assuming in the blue, they, assuming they let me in, uh, which allows them to sign Corey Kluber for too much money. I thought probably too much money. I agree. You're, you know, we, worth a try. We we're in a we're in a text thread with our fantasy bros, and uh, you know, I said it's a little too late. Well, so I guess the report is is that he looked like old clubs in his in his uh, session for everybody. Yeah, I mean he's only had eight starts in the last two years. Um, he was hurt and he was bad before he was hurt, but some of it might have been at, attributed to his injuries. But he's not a power pitcher. I mean, no, he's a junk guy. I think the problem I had was less about the money given to Kluber and more just about the Yankees said they only had so much left after that, and they still have holes on that roster that they need to fill, especially in the starting rotation. Mm-hmm. So Kluber's great and all. But I was hoping for like six year or six mil for him, and instead you give him eleven, which means guess what? Tanaka's gone. So, yes, 
You don't get to bring him back. I love Tony Glavin's junk. You're probably not in the market for Trevor Bauer if you if you put 11 mil towards Kluber unless you want to go over the luxury tax. I don't think the Yanks were ever in on Trevor Bauer. Well, I, I don't think so either. But if you're looking right now, their biggest weakness <clears> is their starting rotation. Before the Kluber thing, the only trusted guy they had was Garrett Cole. Yeah. Everything behind it was like, uh, maybe it'll be okay. Yeah, according to Roster Resource, your starting rotation here for the Yankees is Garrett Cole, Corey Kluber, Jordan Montgomery, uh, Debbie Garcia, and Domingo Herman, yep. the beater himself. And uh, you have Severino coming back at some point. Yep, probably in July um, or August. Which would probably, what, take the place of Montgomery, I would imagine? Well... If the, ki- if the kids pan out. I mean, Garcia was really good last year. <laughs> and Herman, before his issues, was had an amazing season, if you remember that. He was like 12-1. and one. Do you remember that? I can tell you're a Yankee fan. Before his issues. If it's a Red Sox. Before he started beating women. <laughs> I mean, I just, okay. Yes, touche. I'm trying to whitewash it away so that I can root for the guy again. Yeah, you want to feel comfortable? It's like, I'm a huge Ravens fan, and I love our run game. Like... <laughs> His uh, wife started it. Who's the running back? <laughs> uh, it's the run game is great. Yeah, the run it's game great. is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, run, yeah. yeah. Good offensive line, you know. So great coaching. That's good, a huge, good culture. That's a huge weakness. So for me, Kluber is a little bit expensive for that, but it does give you, hopefully, a guy who you know can return close to his previous level. That's a two-time Cy Young winner. Mm-hmm. Two of them. He is. He's got two of them. Should only have one, but you know, he should is. only have one, but he's got two. So I mean, I, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit nervous this year as a Yankee fan because the Blue Jays are making moves. Uh, the Rays are still good, even though they haven't done anything special this offseason outside of like offload some players. They offloaded Snell. I don't think that changes that much for them. But I, st- uh, I still think they're in good shape. You know, I just I'm not, I'm not fully comfortable yet. I'm I'm waiting for the Yankees to make that final move, which they always seem to do, where you're like, ah, this is it. They're gonna they're gonna be a well-rounded team, and I'm nervous. Well, that's kind of what I want to shift to, and we'll get to this next. It's you know, there's there's the one, there's like the one last big chip to fall, and I don't want to spend too much Machado Harper action on this, but I do. You know, it's still a big chip, and that is the reigning National League Cy Young winner. Where will he go next? Let's talk Trevor Bauer. We'll do that here on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's an A-bomb from A-Rod. You can put on more. Yeah! Could have swore we had that, too. We do. Where is it? We just don't have the yes. We don't have the yes? We just have the, you can put it on the board. We don't have the yes, though? You can put it on the board. Yes! Oh, Hawk. Adios, Hawk. I do love that all of a sudden. Have you noticed the uh, uh, Tom Brenneman call has been getting a lot of love lately? Oh, I love it. <laughs> Every single time it comes out, I love it. Absolutely die laughing. Joe Biden uh, sworn in as the next president of the United States of America. That's a deep ball in left field. By Castellanos. By Castellanos. <laughs> and that's a two-run home run. I love that. This might be the last time I put on this I hope that Nick Castellanos just lives in infamy for that. Great player. Great baseball player who is never going to get the love because he's not like a superstar. He's all right. <laughs> okay. What's he bad? Like 295? Okay, it's an all right hitter. <laughs> <laughs> but he's Nick Castellanos is a great baseball player. He's all right. 
and and I really hope that he will live forever. I hope my kids go, Dad. Well, they won't say that because they'll be older. Be like, Dad, tell me about Nick Castellanos, and I'm just gonna say, That's a great seven year old voice. Right there. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, well, son, daughter, they. That's a deep fly ball to left field, <laughs> and that's gonna be a home run, and the Reds are up four zero. <laughs> this might be the last time I put on the headset. And they're going to be like, what are you talking about? Look it up, kids. Look it up, kids. Why is that guy in Puerto Rico now? Well, you know, he hates the gays. <laughs> but, Dad, yeah, we love, but, Dad, we love the gays. I know, I know. But for some reason, this guy is just, it's just too funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, it's funny. In the span of 12 hours, you and Joe both sent me specific instances of that happening yeah <laughs> one of them was a reddit post that was you and then joe tagged me in a tweet i think it was of this exact same thing uh the one that i saw was the the match the match gm who just got canned for yeah. being a creepo mm-hmm. uh was like was that the one you sent me i forget which where, where i saw it. oh yeah I, I sent you one the other day let me let me let me go like, i'm really it. sorry this is not me who did this is not really my personality it was a big mistake and there's a deep fly ball so <laughs> let me hold my castellanos <laughs> here's what i here's what i found is that the one you sent me mlb update new york mets yeah. xgm jared porter states from the bottom of my heart i am so very very sorry i pride myself and think of myself as a man of faith as here is a deep drive into left field by Castellanos will be a home run, and that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. <laughs> that actually is what Brenneman said, too, right? I'm a man of faith. Uh, yeah, I'm a man of faith. <laughs> and if you don't remember, apparently my God hates gay people, which is, you know, my God doesn't. We celebrate everyone for their own differences and all that kind of jazz. But I just, I just, I'm, I'm really, I'm just kind of really jacked that... I don't, I don't know. I'm actually kind of like at a, at a little bit of torn on this because I do not want to celebrate a man who is clearly out of touch. And, I mean, he got caught showing true colors. I don't want to celebrate, you know, what he said by any means. But, boy, is it funny. It is really funny. Well, it's not celebrating him. Like, I think, I think over time, especially probably now, it's it's not even a Tom Brenneman thing anymore. It's just a baseball meme. Yeah. Like I feel like it's it's getting to the point now where it's so it's become such part of the baseball meme culture <laughs> that it's not like a constant reminder of a guy who doesn't like gay people. Right. It's just funny. Yeah. It's like it's a it's a it's gotten away from that. It's erased that part of it. You need that line. I need to find that line super <laughs> bad. It's so good. It's just so good. Have that be a drop. Let, let's put it and this way. A ball to deep let's let's put it, and that's a deep fly ball to left field. By the way, every time you just start it, it's funny. I know. And there's a, a deep fly ball. You just go and there's and then you're instantly <laughs> laughing. I guess it's one of those things where it really hurts the jaw. It does. It. I don't think. Now I would hopefully. I mean, I I don't believe these things in my own personal life. So I would I would hope that I would never be caught saying something drastically off color when I think I'm in a safe spot and it gets broadcast over. Well, I mean, I work with you every day. (laughs) Um, I don't know if anyone will ever top that in a like, Hey, I'm, I'm busted. I said something that I clearly believe, but I tell you, I don't believe no one will ever top. No one will ever top. And that's a deep fly ball to left field. And I think it's because, there was almost an obligation to continue doing his job 
Even though which shows that he's a true. I mean, I loved Tom Brenneman. I right. loved when he called games. I thought he was excellent. He was quite good. Um, and he was a true professional through and through, despite he <laughs> through being, and through, despite hating the gays for no reason ask. whatsoever. Not only see, I think the, I think Joe's grabbing it because I saw him laughing at the at the screen. So I think <laughs> he's grabbing the clip. I think I think that there's also there's also part of it that oh I can even see it here. There's also part there's of it. Drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. <laughs> that's perfect that's what i want that is pretty perfect because yeah. it just sounds like like who cares <laughs> but i think so much there's so much wrapped into it the man's in an mvp season like castellanos was an mvp candidate at that time and it's just like you know it'd be like instead of it's an a-bomb it's like and that's an a-bomb from a-rod i may never wear this headset again <laughs> <laughs> the yankees win the uh, Yankees win. <laughs> Start. Uh, you can put it on the board. Spreading uh, yes. the news. <laughs> New York. New York. New York. New York. <laughs> All right. We got a loaded second hour for you coming up. We'll get into some other stuff. That's some free a, agents. That's a grand salami. Some free agents that are still hanging around. There's also uh, uh, a secret like. Firing that nobody wants to talk about because it's some of the things nobody ever wants to talk about in baseball. We might get into. Plus, we got fair foul at 830. We got a big second hour coming up. Don't go anywhere. Stick here right with us. This is 1080 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.